live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. What is your prediction for the election that's a little bit more than a month away? Madam Speaker, you have the floor. Okay, thank you very much. Well, I'm so glad you asked that question because I believe that we will win the ha- hold the ha- House. And we will hold the House by winning more seats. Uh, we won the 40 seats. Then we lost some when Trump was on the ballot. We lost some in the Trump districts. Uh, but we held, in, held enough seats to hold the House with him on the ballot. He's not on the ballot now. Oh, did I say his name? I didn't mean to. <laughs> we'll have the videotapes fumigated. You, perhaps you could yeah. leap that no out. Worries, okay. No worries. <laughs> because it is a family show. <laughs> but what gives you the confidence to well, do that? Because the all the prognosticators, certainly six months ago, they said it was going to be this crazy red wave. Mm-hmm. Now it looks likely that the Democrats will hold the Senate, but there is still a slight favor for the Republicans to take the House. Well, okay. So, you ready? Always. Okay. Here's the thing. When we won in 2020, and again, fewer seats, but still holding the House, we started right away to prepare for the next election in terms of organization, own the ground. When you mobilize, you must own the ground to take out the vote. You have to do that with inspiration and how we put together our messaging. And that's the second M. And the third is money. So we're getting ready for the election. That was in December of 2020. In January 6th, you know what happened, an ins- uh, insurrection incited by the it's president a, of the United insura- States insurrection. on the U.S. Capitol, insura- on our Constitution, on our democracy. The greatest influx of candidates came forward. Young people, people of color, people of different generations, different backgrounds, and the rest, the beautiful diversity of America came forward. They didn't pay attention to those pundits who said you can't win. They went in with courage and confidence that they could win. So... When Roe v. Wade came down, boom, we were totally ready. That that just caused a a whole different attitude on the part of some. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome. You are locked and loaded. Right here on Live from America, I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting, as always, from the live-free-or-die granite state of New Hampshire, and it is a blessing and an honor to be here with you, God. (laughs) 
the abortion thing came in and it's like Trump, do I say his name? Did I say his name? Sorry to say his name. But you see, we get a slander It sounds like <laughs> alcohol abuse is right. You're abusing the poor alcohol by putting it in your, down your gullet. And we're going to take back the house. And I really believe that we're going to take back the house. Um, then why are you doing late night TV for the first time in like five years? Well, because I'll tell you why. Stretch face Armstrong, Nancy Pelosi, the punch drunk uh, house speaker is doing late night TV. She's doing late night TV in order to appeal to somebody. Please, anybody, if there's anybody out there, please help me. Help us. Help the Democrats. When I told you earlier on this morning show to not listen to it, you can see the writing for the you can see the writing on the walls. You can see it all happening. You can see it unfolding. And there's certain little things that tell you exactly what's happening. I titled um, I titled tonight's show. Basically, uh, based on that, I said, LF, uh, big sign that a red wave is coming. There are, they're, they're not just signs, they're telltales, ladies and gentlemen. It is written on the wall. So we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight, but there is a very, very, very specific reason why Nancy Pelosi was on talk uh, late night TV with Stephen Colbert. One reason and one reason only. So that she can try to appeal to the masses. The only people she's appealing to are the drug people to understand what she's what she's saying. What she who's saying? <laughs> Desperation, ladies and gentlemen. One hundred dollars for Dale Rose. Well, that's a very very good segue right here, folks. Earlier on Coffee Talk Tuesday, which we were actually live on Getter for. And I tried to be live on Rumble. There was something wrong with Rumble servers earlier. We did go live, so you can go back and you can watch that on Getter, or you can watch it on Rumble. I did upload the Coffee Talk Tuesday episode. But on there, Dale Rose, who we've talked about before, who called in on Telegram before, his mother uh, passed away. And um, it's almost like it was uh, malpractice. Uh, you know, they, the, the hospital that she was at for so long was, was misdiagnosing her for so long. And then by the time that they actually caught it, uh, by moving her to a different facility, uh, it was it was already had spread through her lymph nodes, and it was uh, it was causing uh, rare you know cancerous blood diseases. And she was uh, she had she stood no chance. And uh, it was a heart wrenching story today on on Coffee Talk Tuesday. I urge you to go back and watch it. Uh, however, uh, we talked about this before when we were doing the human composting story about how expensive it is to bury somebody these days. You have to pay to come into this world. You have to pay to live in it. You have to pay to breathe, and you have to pay to die, unfortunately. And then your children are taxed after you're dead, too, uh, if, you, uh, if you obtained any kind of wealth over your life. Um, long story short, folks, we are releasing $400 for him from the uh, Slurp Fund and $200 for Angel Eyes. So any money that's coming in tonight... If you want it to go to LFA, if you want it to go to, uh, to, to you know, keeping our, our producer, um, you know, paid, uh, then, then please specify that. Otherwise, the money come in tonight, we will, we will try to uh, donate to, to Dale Rose. Dale Rose is a, is a big fan of the show, been for a long time, and uh, we want to just try to continue to help our LFA family members when they're down in the dumps. So Dale Rose, $400. 
from the Slurp Fund. Uh, very sorry to hear about your mother, my friend, and I hope you're watching right now. And uh, also $200. So that's a total of $600 out of the Slurp Fund, ladies and gentlemen. But it's okay because we are now over $50,000. And that was far more than our goal for this year, and that is only by the grace of God. Uh, speaking of God, let's go there now, ladies and gentlemen, as we shift to Jesus Calling on this October 4th year of our Lord, 2022. And this is a good one, okay? Listen closely. You tend to waste energy trying to determine whether your resources are adequate for the day's demands. Let's stop right there and break that down. Let's break that down. It says... You, spent, you tend to waste energy and precious time, by the way, trying to determine whether or not your resources are adequate for the day's demands. Have you ever just got up and, decide, and you're getting ready for work and you're leaving the do- house and you go like this? <sighs> All right, Lord, please give me what I need to go. Have you ever just sighed? Have you ever got to work and you put down your bag, you put down your purse and you're at your desk or wherever you're at, you're at, you're at the factory, you're at your line, you're at your line stance or you're at your convenience store and you're behind the, uh, the register and you just, right before you start the day, you go, <sighs> because you're trying to find the resources, the energy, the stamina. You're trying to find what you need to make it through the day. But you know what God says? God says you're never going to find it. So don't even try. God says you're never going to find it. So why even try? He says, how much better to simply acknowledge your inadequacy when you awaken each morning. So God is saying, when you go throughout your day, when you start your day, whatever it is, start your day knowing that you are not, you don't have what it takes. Start your day knowing and admitting that you are inadequate in order to handle whatever life throws at you that day. It takes the burden off your shoulders right away knowing that you cannot withstand what the devil is throwing at you that day. And why does God want you to do that? Because he wants you to put that faith in him. He says, if you stay in touch with me throughout the day, I will place enough power at your disposal to meet your needs as they rise. I will do that for you. Don't do that. Don't be stupid. Don't try to fight something that you don't have the tools to fight or the weapons that you don't have to fight that. If you have the armor of God, then put the armor of God on and let me do it for you. Let me withstand those arrows and those barrages of attacks that you are that's coming your way. Let me do that. And then from Deuteronomy, it says your sandals will be iron and bronze as your days. So shall your strength be Deuteronomy 35, 33, 25, excuse me. And from Psalm 46, 1, it says. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. And before you turn out the light, turn from self-help and turn toward me, your ever-present help for strength to equal the demands that remain of your day. Folks, it's all right there. The answers to everything are right there. By the way, I want to give a good luck to Scotty, and I want to thank 1011 $100 for Dale Rose. T. Mitchell, $20 for Dale Rose. Christina Mosier, $5 for Dale. Tim D11, $20 for Dale. Dawn Hawley, $10 for Dale. Split between the two, excuse me. Split between. Uh, it's not much. It is much. Thank you very much, Dawn. T. Mitchell for, for Angel Eyes, $10. Miranda Dolan, Lord Jesus comfort Dale and his family in this time of loss. 
help guide his uh, next steps with the hospital in Jesus' name. Amen. Barb, JS won $200 for Dale's expenses for his mom. God bless you and your family, Dale. And most of all, bring you all peace. Amen. Uh, Tim11, $20 for angel eyes. Paul Reese, $5. Godspeed, Patriots. Another $10 from Miranda Dolan for angel eyes. And $50 use as needed for Moon from Moon0704. This is what I mean when I say many hands making light work. We all pitch in. My wife and I are also going to pitch in $50 from our payroll for this. So, ladies and gentlemen, look at this. $500 from Raymond Hind for funeral. Wow. Tried to connect my headset today at Coffee Talk. Could not. I'm a truck driver. Listen twice a day. We tried to get Raymond Hind on. We did. Hopefully, we'll get you on next week, buddy. God bless you. That is a lot of money, sir. That is a lot of money. And, and I guarantee you, by the end of this show, they're going to have what they need to bury his mom. I think it was like four grand they needed altogether. So God bless you guys. This is what I'm talking about. Please, 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 please share, share, share this show. Rumble, rumble, rumble. We want to see 1,200 rumbles. We want to see 100 reposts on Getter. And we want to see 4,000 people watching live on Rumble. I'm going to grab the link right now before we go to the Lord's Prayer. I'm going to put it in the link below or in the comments uh, thread for all of you to grab and share. And please, if you don't have a profile, please just build one real quick. It's very quick. It's very fast. And you can engage in rumbling, liking, following, sharing, and chatting. It's truly, truly a great thing to have all of us in here. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I want to say how very honored I am to be in the presence of all of you God-fearing uh, patriots out there who are willing to come off of hard, hard, hard worked for, hard earned money in these hard times for everybody. It's truly an, uh, an honor to be amongst you and to watch you guys just be so generous. This, do you guys know what tithing is? Tithing is not to make you feel better. Tithing is not to make the church feel better. Tithing is not even to make the people that you're tithing to make feel better. Tithing is a, is a blessing. It's a blessing to be able to say, I'm going to take a portion of this and I'm going to put it towards this because of what Jesus did. It is a Christ-like move. And it is nothing more and nothing less than that. All glory goes to God when you're tithing, whether it be to the show or whether it be to somebody in need. And we have stayed true to that and we will always stay true to that here on LFA TV. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, every single night we read from Jesus Calling so I said, why not, why not have a Jesus Calling shirt, which is now on JeremyHerald.com as well. Jesus Calling, will you decline or will you accept this call? Will you decline or will you accept his call? Because Jesus is calling one way or another. Lift up your cups. It's first and foremost time. Here we go. The latest deep state leak. And I want to say that one more time. And I want to use the appropriate hand gestures. The latest deep state leak, leak, leak to the Washington Post in an attempt to continue to smear Donald J. Trump 
And that's all, that's all that the Washington Post is good for. All that the Washington Post is good for. All that um, the New York Times is good for. It's a political arm of the Democratic Party in order to use, to, uh, to, to administer a 24-hour wrap-up smear campaign on whoever it is that they are trying to take down. In this instance, it is, as always, Donald J. Trump. So the latest leak to the Washington Post is that one of Donald J. Trump's lawyers, one of his own lawyers, refused a Trump directive to the lawyer that he pays to tell the National Archives that all the documents were returned from Mar-a-Lago in January 2022. Now, you hear me always say that this raid was unnecessary. And the reason why I say this raid was unnecessary was because the National Archives and President Donald J. Trump and Trump's lawyers and Trump's advisors had already been trading back and forth documents and information as to what Donald Trump had at Mar-a-Lago. There was no reason for it. There was no reason for it. So in January and in April, there was documents that left Mar-a-Lago, went to the National Archives for review, and then went back to Donald J. Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago. And there was nothing wrong with any of that. But the latest leak is not in order to hurt Donald J. Trump legally. It is to hurt him politically and to hurt us politically. That's all this is. That's why the January 6th committee is not giving a report before the midterms. That's why nothing is happening with this special master. Nobody is in any danger of legal trouble except for the people who are abusing their power, they're going to need all the help they can get. The Washington Post reported this, and I'm going to read you the two paragraphs, so bear with me on this. I'm going to read word for word, okay? My words are not their words. Former President Donald Trump asked one of his lawyers to tell the National Archives and Records Administration in early 2022 that Trump had returned all materials requested by the agency. But the lawyer declined because he was not sure that the statement was true. According to people who are ready for this, familiar with the matter. You notice you always get those familiar with the matter people. The he said, she says. You know what I mean? The the undisclosed, the secret whistleblower that we cannot tell you whether they exist or whether they don't. Alex Cannon, an attorney for President Trump, had facilitated the January transfer of 15 boxes of presidential records from Mar-a-Lago to the National Archives. After archives officials, after the archives officials agitated for more than a year to get all original uh, presidential records back, which they are required by law to do, following months of stonewalling by Trump's representatives, archives officials threatened to get the Justice Department or Congress involved. Do you that this is what the Washington Post said. So it's a, it's a, it's it's a total smear campaign. But do you want to know what they what they really mean to say? They really mean to say this. Somebody close to somebody said that somebody said something, said that they heard Johnny tell Sally that Sally didn't want to date Bobby because Bobby didn't like the way that she dressed. 
And Bobby didn't like the way she dressed because Sarah dresses better. And since Sarah dresses better, she went and she told somebody within the FBI that a presidential, uh, that President Trump's lawyer said that he refused to do a directive from President Trump because Bobby didn't like the way that Sarah dressed. Does any of that make sense to you? No, it doesn't make any sense to me either. But that's basically the mumble jumbo that is coming out of the Washington Post. They're giving no substance. They're giving no story. They're giving nothing. They're just saying he said, she said, he said, she said. Also, that they can it said they can pit somebody against President Trump. Somebody in President Trump's team was agitated. The National Archives were agitated at this. And that, that is when they threatened to get the Justice Department or Congress involved. Uh, no, that's not what happened. I can tell you what happened. Joe Biden's administration went and worked with the National Archives in order to destroy executive privilege. And once they destroyed executive privilege and waived it and said that President Trump does not get executive privilege, that is when the National Archives was directed by the Biden administration to reach out to the DOJ as if they did it all of their own volition and say, we are concerned he might have some things that are detrimental and risky to the United States of America. You better get your little ankle-biting DOJ wuss bags down there, and you better get the, the, uh, the Federal Bureau of Incompetence down there, and you better make it look like he did something wrong. Please turn off the cameras. No, we don't think so. President Trump, I know that you are a master of reality TV. I know that you are a master of the media, but I cannot wait until those tapes come out showing the FBI's uh, immaturity and unethical actions within the confines of Mar-a-Lago when they went down there. So basically, ladies and gentlemen, what you're going to hear over the next course of, I don't know, maybe four days, this might run three days, it might run until the end of the week, actually until about Friday, is that President Trump's attorneys knew something was wrong and they knew that he was hiding this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And then you want to know what's going to happen? The January 6th, January 6th Unselect Committee, they're going to subpoena this guy. What do you want to bet? I'm calling it now. Nobody in the world has said this yet. We're calling it here. This is an LFA first. I would put, I will bet you, no money, just a regular gentleman's bet. I would bet you that this Trump attorney, Alex Cannon, I guarantee you that the January 6th committee is going to subpoena this guy. What do you want to bet? What do you want to bet? That's why the story came out in the WAPO today, right before the January 6th committee is about ready to reconvene. It's all so disgustingly predictable. I I just want to throw up. Don Hawley says, gas just went up 60 cents in two days here. Yeah, it's back on the rise again. So make sure you get your, if you voted for Biden, you owe me gas money hat on JeremyHerald.com. That is for sure. What exactly is their October surprise? They don't have one. They don't have one. They just don't have one, ladies and gentlemen. So anyway, I just wanted to prepare you in this first and foremost section of what you're going to hear throughout the next few days. Ignore it. It's nothing. It's cockapoo. It's, it, it's disgusting garbage. It's just filth. It's fake news. And it doesn't need any uh, attention paid to it. Please, 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 we want another big round of sharing here on our Rumble channel. If you're watching on your your app, 
Just click the share button and it'll bring up all of your other apps. You can easily share it to every app you ever downloaded. And we could do that right now. And if we all do it in unison at one time, take the next 15, 20 seconds to do it, we should see a huge jump in numbers and that should show you the power that you guys have. Moving on, we do have some good news regarding the Second Amendment and the Supreme Court of the United States, ladies and gentlemen, after a very, very, very troubling day yesterday, after a weakness day, and look at that, the numbers are blowing up. What do you know? The weakness of the Supreme Court shined through yesterday, but not today. Not today. We experience a big win, and I think, ladies and gentlemen, that calls for a sip of coffee. Come on, let's have a slurp. Here we go. Ah, big win. Big win. Big win. And it actually comes on the heels of them giving the power back to a lower appellate court and then changing their mind and saying, never mind, we're not going to do that. Now, this is what I thought was going to happen. This is a Second Amendment case out of Massachusetts. Now, what I thought was going to happen when I first heard the story, when the story first broke, it said that the Supreme Court kicked this back down to a lower court in order to get them to reconsider. How stupid is that? Knowing that what the lower court did is unconstitutional, but giving that lower court an opportunity to reconsider their already rule uh, judgment, their already ruled judgment, to reconsider it before the Supreme Court decides to weigh in on it? How stupid is that? How dumb is that? That's that weakness that we're talking about. But then, in a weird turn of events... Supreme Court called it back up and made a ruling on it. How about that? Anyway, big gun rights victory coming out of SCOTUS today. It reverses the appeals court acceptance of the Massachusetts gun restrictions. What a great story this is, ladies and gentlemen. And anytime we get a, uh, anytime we get a big win for, our, uh, for the Second Amendment, we've got to highlight it here. So uh, let's just go ahead and do that now. The, the SCOTUS reversed a lower court decision on a Massachusetts gun law that stopped anyone convicted of a nonviolent misdemeanor from buying a handgun. This is the next thing that they're trying to do, folks. You don't even have to be guilty of a felony anymore. And by the way, I am not in favor of taking away a felon's rights to own a gun. I am not in favor of that. Not one bit. See that? The numbers blew up when you guys did that. It's amazing. You guys have the power of this show, not me. I am not in favor of felons not being able to have guns. Now, violent felons, yes. But because the judicial system is so crappy and they give felonies out like candy nowadays, you might not be guilty of a felony, but they might pin one on you and you may have to cop out to one and boom, they take your rights away to own a gun. That stuff has been going on for decades, ladies and gentlemen. Even Martha Stewart cannot own a gun if you really think about it. Anyway, moving on. The Supreme Court wants the case to be reconsidered. This was earlier by a lower court and focus on whether the text of the law is compatible with the Second Amendment. But then the Supreme Court reversed the federal appeals court decision that upheld one Massachusetts tough gun laws months after the high court expanded the Second Amendment rights. Remember when they did that? Not too long ago, it was like three months ago or so. The Massachusetts law in question, the constitutionality of which is now in doubt, imposed a lifetime ban on purchasing handguns, but not possessing them on anyone convicted of a nonviolent misdemeanor that involved the possession or use of a, of a gun. So they wanted to destroy your rights moving forward. Now they said if you had a gun or if you already possessed one, that's one thing. But you were no longer going to be able to buy a new gun, purchase a new gun, carry a new gun in the open if you were even convicted, convicted of a misdemeanor. The high court remanded the case, Morin versus Liver, court case or court file 211160. It says, to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the First Circuit, 
For further consideration in light of the Supreme Court's landmark 20, June 23rd decision in New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin. Um, Morin was, now this is the guy in Massachusetts. Morin was convicted of a nonviolent misdemeanor for carrying a gun without a permit while in Washington, D.C. He had a license to carry in Massachusetts and didn't realize it didn't remain valid in Washington, D.C. That's kind of his fault. If you're traveling with a gun, unfortunately, in this country, it should be reciprocal across every state line because we are in the confines of the United States of America. However, it is kind of his fault. He should look and see what, it is, what the, the state laws are. I know my wife does that. I know my wife does that. Uh, Morin was abiding by a no-gun America Museum of Natural History when he was arrested and sentenced to jail time, and he could no longer obtain a permit to purchase a handgun in Massachusetts. So he sued the state, and now he won. This is the left's anti-gun agenda, ladies and gentlemen, and guess what? Everywhere, everywhere it is being stopped by the Supreme Court. So if it is one thing that I will give the Supreme Court of the United States credit for, it's that they are not budging an inch on anything to do with the Second Amendment. So you must ask yourself, well, then why? Why are they so bad? Why are they so terrible when it comes to the election stuff? I mean, they overturned Roe v. Wade for crying out loud. They're upholding our Second Amendment like it's nobody's business, right? So you must ask yourself, why don't they want to get involved in the election stuff? I'll tell you why. Because they will get death threats. They won't be able to do their jobs adequately. The left will sick every single brainwashed scumbag group that they have on payroll after the Supreme Court, and their families will be in danger if they try to go against the left's narrative of their house of cards, of their their control and their hold over this country. That's why. That's why. That's a big one. And they're scared. And they're cowards. So for all you out there who are asking, that's why. But long story short, big win, big win. And I see more cases going to the Supreme Court from California and from New York and from every other liberal blue city and state out there. So you got to ask yourself this, folks. How deep is the corruption in our country? How deep do you think the corruption goes in our country? Look at that. Our numbers are blowing up, ladies and gentlemen. Continue, continue, continue to work hard. Well, Corruption has worked its way into the halls of our lawmakers, state and federal levels, right? Corruption has worked its way into each and every one of our public school systems. Corruption has worked its way into our unions and our workplaces and work facilities. Corruption has worked its way into our prisons and in our law enforcement agencies, which is why you don't see major justice being administered on big-name people like Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, and all the people that could have been the clients in Jeffrey Epstein's little black book. The reason why you don't see these people going down in a blaze of glory, put in handcuffs, and hung in Times Square is because the corruption goes so deep, it is throughout our law enforcement. And when it's throughout your law enforcement and when it's throughout your state, your, your, your representatives and your state senates, when it's throughout your court systems, when it's throughout your secretary of states and your DAs and your attorneys general, how are you supposed to ever see justice? So when we talked about ground up, grassroots, stru- true, true MAGA movement, take over everything from the ground up, do you know what we didn't focus on? Some did. We had some people right here on the show, right here from New Hampshire, actually. You know what we didn't focus on? Sheriff's departments. We didn't focus on our local law enforcement. We didn't focus so much heavily on our, di- our district attorney spots because that is where it all starts. Any county, 
Any county can start an investigation on anybody for a crime that may have been committed in that county, especially if it is a federal crime that, that, that somehow, some way affected that county. But you have weak sheriffs. You have weak district attorneys. You have weak attorneys general. Now, we did go after a lot of attorneys general spots, but one place that we did not focus on was our local law enforcement, our, really our sheriff's departments and our district and county attorneys. That is where we need to focus next. Because, ladies and gentlemen, in Texas, of all places, there's a lot of liberal places in Texas, okay? Don't ever let anybody make you uh, believe that just because Texas is so awesome and red that there's not a lot of liberal spots, because there is. Remember, Texas is a massive state. How many people know where Tarrant County is? T-A-R-R-A-N-T. Now, we spoke about this when this story first broke. And the story that I'm referring to was the, 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 the footage that, uh, that was obtained by a police officer's uh, camera that has ballot harvesting um, admission on it. Literally, admissions of ballot harvesting. We talked about this. I don't know when exactly it was. It was definitely a couple months ago. But anyway, we now know, we've now heard that Terrence County, Texas sheriffs will not investigate the police body cam footage of the ballot harvesting confession. Now, that is like the equivalent of getting every, of James O'Keefe getting everything on camera, right? And then taking it to the DA or whatever and saying, look what I found. I literally have it on camera. And them saying, well, too bad. We're not going to do anything. Now, this isn't just a, this just isn't is a conspiracy theory or an accusation. It's on camera. And, uh, and, and even worse than that, it's not even on my camera or a citizen's camera that may have edited it. It is on a police camera. And, and, the, and the Tarrant County Sheriff's Department in Texas refuses to investigate it. Check this camera out. Check this uh, video out. And this might bring you back to when we, when we uh, reported They're on it. They're paying you how much for each ballot? Each time I get someone to sign, they give me $200. $200 per ballot. Key ballot? Yeah. But that wasn't easy, though. Those people were 65 and old. People were 65 and older, you know? And it wasn't that easy. Like, uh, one day I got like, one day I got like $1,200. One day. $1,200? Yeah, like four hours. How much money did you make? You know, I did for like six months, man. I had gotten a room at the Echo, you know? Stayed up for six months. Every day, every time I went, I got somebody to sign. You know? So in six months' time, what would, how much do you think roughly? I say an average man leaves 900, $1,200 a week. $1,200 a week? So would they, would they pay you cash or what? Cash. So who would actually give you the cash? Stuart. Deborah gave me cash. Stuart Clegg. Ruben gave me cash. Then they gave me Two time uh, candidate for mayor in Fort Worth. Moped. Did you fill out anything or are you having them fill it out? No, I got to fill it out while I'm talking to them and then switch around and let them sign it. Like, so you voted everyone for them? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, and, 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 you know, once you vote once, they vote all Democrats. They, they voted for everybody. Yeah. And they wouldn't Vote all Democrats, he said. It's kind of leading them like. Yeah, and you weren't, were you telling them that you were doing that? No, I was told what them told me to tell them, you know, like. What would you tell them when you tell them that they're, I mean, like, how would you get them to sign? We just making sure we got in the system is, 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 is correct, you know? And they already have information. They have a name, the kid's name, or how old it was, their birthday, their phone number. I said, is this information correct? They said, yeah, well, sign if it's correct. You know, once they signed in, vote it. You know, like, you know what I mean? Dang. So was it a paper ballot or on the, on the computer? It's it, I, both. Both? Both. So then... I had paper as well. 
So then you'd take it back to Stuart, and Deborah, Stuart Clegg, yeah. and who else? Deborah People. She's the, she's the district chair yeah. for Democratic Headquarters. Deborah People. She's the, she's the district chair for Democratic Headquarters. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen, everything that you need, literally on a silver platter, literally like the best snitch you could ever have on a silver platter, giving you everything you need to, you don't even need the, the investigation doesn't even need to happen. The only thing that needs to happen at this point is the prosecution. The investigation is over. That's the great thing about video and audio. He told you names, he told you locations, he told you how much money he got, he said who was involved, he told you his directive, and the Tarrant County Sheriff's Department where the Dallas Cowboys play, that liberal crap hole, they don't want to even, they don't even want to do the investigation? So when you ask yourself how deep the corruption goes, well there's your answer ladies and gentlemen, there's your answer. How deep does the corruption go? The corruption goes deeper than you ever imagined. So our next focus after we take back the House and the Senate, besides getting these losers out of office in the White House, our next mission is to take over the DAs, take over the Sheriff's Departments. That's it. That's what we got to do. That's what we got to do. Following people, I want to thank RJ Cat Rosa, thank you so very much. Jennifer, thank you for Dale and Angel Eyes. Split between the two, $20. God bless. For Dale, God bless. Becky, J01. Beck 08 $20 for Dale and Angel Eyes. God bless both of them. $50 from C. Taylor915, who says, This is for Dale and his family. May God meet every one of their needs and bring them peace. Wow. It passes all understanding. And Ellie May. $100 to help with funeral costs. Look at that. Look at that, Dale. Look what we're doing, buddy. Look what this Live from America family is doing, my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, how did you like, by the way, the new opening today for the show? How do you like the new look? How do you like the new banners and everything? We're streamlining here. We're taking another step into another j- direction. God is working miracles. God is helping people out of hard... God is ease- easing people's burdens. Did you notice that? God is easing people's burdens. And the other thing that we do when we bring in, by the way, these sponsors, it is to ease your burdens. It is. And we only keep these sponsors for a month and then they move on unless they renew because they are so very happy with the response that you guys have given them. And do you know why they keep renewing? Because you guys are actually benefiting from them. All right? And one of them that you're, gonna, that you're benefiting from is Home Title Lock. I don't know if you heard the story or if they've, if they've really went into detail. But Frankie, producer Frankie from Mike Crispy's show, who's on right there, by the way, in the background. See that? We're on the big screen now, LFA TV. Anyway, producer for that show, ladies and gentlemen, producer Frankie, his father-in-law got saved by Home Title Lock. Literally. They were going to take his everything, and Home Title Lock actually caught it all happening. So it does work, and it happens to people that we know. They do it in six easy steps. And it takes them 10 minutes. And it doesn't matter who you are, and it doesn't matter who they are. I could steal your house literally right now. I could steal your house literally right now. So ladies and gentlemen, go to HomeTitleLock.com. You will get a free scan of your title. Free, absolutely free, with no strings attached. They're not going to like rope you in. They're going to be very, very nice with you. They're going to be very, very uh, information, informative for you. 
And if it works out for you, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But just try it out. Give them a call. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Use promo code LFA and, uh, and, and protect your home today. Great sponsor. Great, great, great sponsor. Especially if they're actually saving life from America family members. All right, we've talked about the illegitimacy of the White House tonight. We've talked about the illegitimacy of the Department of Justice tonight and the FBI. But ladies and gentlemen, what you are seeing in our White House and in Washington, D.C. is nothing but an extension of Barack Obama. Think about everything that this administration has done or tried to do in the last 23 months and ask yourself one by one, from the transgender stuff, from the Green New Deal stuff. You never heard Joe Biden talking about transgender stuff. You never heard Joe Biden talking about LGBTQ rights. You never heard Joe Biden talking about the border. You never heard Joe Biden talking about Green New Deals. You never heard talking about uh, trans bathrooms, none of that stuff. This is all an extension of Barack Hussein Obama, and that's how you tell who's actually running the show, especially from a weak-kneed, lost, poopy-pants individual like Captain Corn Pop himself. Folks, everything that you see happening, the destruction of America right before your eyes, even in our military, attacking Christianity, all of it, taking God out of everything, all of it is so reminiscent of somebody else that used to be in office, isn't it? Isn't that weird? And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's another way that you know that Barack Hussein Obama is running things because the Department of Justice is now soliciting and trying to make it so that you and I, you, myself, and anybody else who pays taxes, you are going to start paying for gender reassignment surgeries, including, get this, vaginoplasty for transgender inmates in prison. Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Are you ready? All that money that you donated tonight to help other people out, well, you might as well take it back because you got to send it to transgender inmates who want vaginas. Apparently, they can do that. I didn't know that. I didn't know they could give you a vagina. I guess they can. It's pretty odd. The Federal Medical Center, FMC, Carswell, Carswell in Fort Worth, Texas, is in need of gender reassignment surgery medical services for its transgender inmates. And the Federal Bureau of Prisons, a division of the DOJ, field acquisition office in Grand Prairie, Texas, plans to make a single award to the quoter who can provide the best value. That means they are already looking for the people that will do it, and they are going to spend your taxpayer dollars to do it. Weird, isn't it? Anyway, the Federal Medical Center, Carswell, a federal prison in Fort Worth, Texas, uh, for female inmates of all security levels, primarily with special medical and mental health needs, the solicitation was launched on Thursday, and quotes will start to be received on or before the deadline of October 10th, 2022. Quote, as an agency under the executive branch of the United States government, the Federal Bureau of Prisons receives an annual appropriation of funds to accomplish its assigned mission. But wait a minute, ladies and gentlemen, you might ask yourself, I thought prisons were uh, privatized. Not if they're federal prisons, and that's what we're talking about. Federal prisons. The public trust demands that this annual appropriation be prudently managed 
Thus, dollars spent to maintain the health of the inmate population to include gender reassignment surgery, or you might hear of it as GRS, must reflect the agency's best efforts to obtain cost-effective health care consistent with community standards. So, ladies and gentlemen, get out your pocketbooks, get out your wallets, because it's time for you to pay up. Pay up. You got to give somebody a vagina or you got to give somebody a penis. And the DOJ is currently doing that without any congressional approval. They're getting money appropriated through Congress for them to just spend on stupid stuff to find out why frogs have sex in the middle of Brazil and to give men vaginas and women penises. That, ladies and gentlemen, is your federal government. Does that sound like Joe Biden? The Joe Biden that you've known that doesn't look anything like the Joe Biden that we have right now for some weird reason? For the last four decades, or does that sound like a Barack Hussein Obama thing? By the way, by the way, Barack Hussein Obama posted on Instagram. It was his anniversary with him and Michael, and him and Michael were on the beach together, and Michael looked just like Michael, looked like a straight-up football player, not going to lie. Looked like straight-up football player, looked like a football player with pads and a helmet, and was wearing no pads and a helmet. Isn't that odd? And he said, I am so very lucky. This is his Instagram post. I am so very lucky. To have found a life partner that I can share everything with. And you know what I put in the comment section? And Instagram wouldn't let me put in there? Why did you call that your life partner? Is there a specific reason you didn't say her or my wife? So, going back to all of this. Does it sound like Biden or does it sound like Obama? I'm so very blessed. I'm uh, so very blessed. Uh, I'm so very blessed to... uh, to be put in a position to, 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 to have a life partner in Michelle. Michelle was my life partner. Say, say something, Michelle. <laughs> that was Michelle, ladies and gentlemen. And Sasha and Malia, they're not even our kids. Uh, they were given to us by another couple. Uh, because I can't have kids. Uh, because the girl that I am uh, married to um, has a penis. And... Uh, <laughs> Let's see if we can find that Instagram. Come on, hold on. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Let's go see it. Let's go find it. Give me a second, ladies. <laughs> this is so stupid. Uh, Michelle. B A R B A R A. B A R. Barack Obama. There we go. Barack Obama. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Hold up. Hold up. Here is the picture. There it is. Boom. Uh, Mish, he says. This I'm, I'm reading it in Michelle Obama. Ready? Uh, Mish, after 30 years, uh, I'm not sure why you look exactly the same, and, and I don't. I don't know. I, uh, I do know that I won the lottery that day, uh, that I couldn't have asked for a better life partner. Uh, happy anniversary, sweetheart. <laughs> oh, why did not you? And look at all the people just gushing. Happy anniversary to our faves. Ah, all these blue checkmark morons. The sweetest couple ever. Man, oh man, this is the type of content that nourishes the soul for all those who view it. You don't even have a soul. What are you talking about? You don't believe in one anyway. Favorite couple alert. We miss you two. Wishing your whole family all the love in the world. Happy anniversary, Mr. President. Be our voice. Be our voice. 
you must have definitely won the lottery. Look at all this gushing. Look at all this crap. You want to know why? Because they will not allow comments like mine that said, why did you call that a life partner and not a female or your wife? Uh, because I didn't need to. Uh, because you've seen it swinging when she was on the Ellen show. Back and forth, back and forth from east to west. Uh, that's my wife, my husband, my, my husband wife. <laughs> Woo, ladies and gentlemen, that should be a short clip. That's got to be a short clip. Eli, that is a short clip right there. Making fun of Obama. What a loser. <laughs> anyway, I'd like to thank Clee Sully for $250 donated to Dale's mother's um, funeral. And uh, it's, it's just great to see. It really is great to see. All right, we, we, got, we were, we're, we're way off track. We are far in left field, ladies and gentlemen. We are far, far off in left field. Okay, remember in the beginning of this show, you got, hey, you got to give me a round of sharing for that. Come on, guys. Everybody all at once, I'll put the link back in here for all those that are watching on computer. I'll make it really easy. All you got to do is scroll back, copy this link, and share it out. But let's, let's share it out somewhere different. I think that deserves some shares. I mean, come on. I had to invoke the Barack Hussein Obama voice. Come on now. And uh, that, that's hard for me to do. Maybe me and Sean should have a Trump uh, Barack Obama uh, debate. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Obamas are disgusting. They are freakazoids, says Pandy Max. <laughs> wow, look at that. 2,500 viewers over on Getter. That's, uh, they're almost beating us on Rumble. Uh-oh. Anyway, moving on, ladies and gentlemen, I told you that all you had to do is read the writing on the wall. You didn't have to listen to me. You don't have to listen to, to Mike Crispy. You don't have to listen to Loud Majority. You don't have to listen to Real America's Voice News or anybody. All you have to do is read the writing on the wall. Why is all of a sudden Nancy Pelosi going on late night TV at the same exact very time as Tony Bobolinsky is making another appearance? Where in the world has Tony Bobolinsky been? Well, he's going to be on Tucker tonight. Yep, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Tony Bobolinsky will be on Tucker Carlson tonight. And I'm going to give you a quick sneak preview of this. Let's, um, there we go. That's the video right there. Let's, let's go to this video. It's a quick sneak preview of uh, what's going to be on Tucker tonight, I believe, uh, with Tony Bobolinsky. And then we'll talk about why Tony Bobolinsky has all of a sudden come back out again. Okay? Uh, we got the, there, there it is. There are hundreds of data points that Joe Biden was acting in, uh, in a capitalistic term, I would say the chairman. The chairman of J.P. Morgan doesn't take eight meetings down with the people, you know, analyzing companies. The chairman serves a purpose, right? He's a figurehead. He shows up in meetings, shakes hands, advises, you know, has faith in his team. Effectively, that was Joe Biden's role in the Biden family business ventures and uh, around the world. And not just my venture. I met with him uh, um, multiple times, but it's well documented. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, why is Tony Bobolinsky coming back out? Now, we haven't seen Tony Bobolinsky in, it seems like, decades. Thank you, Melly7. God bless all the donors. Great, great people. We really, really need shares, 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 especially with Getter creeping up on your rumble. Why is Tony Bobolinsky in the picture? Why? And the same week that Nancy Pelosi goes on late night TV, that never happens. She's usually passed out drunk by then with tubs of $12,000 ice cream on her flat uh 
whatever, Billy. <laughs> I was going to say something else very mean, but it kind of just escaped me. Anyway, Tony Bobolinsky, the reason why he's out, read the writing on the wall, folks. The Republican, it's about to, you're about to go red. You're about to go seriously red, which is why I titled the show A Big Sign That Red Is Coming. And I, when I mean red, I'm talking red. Big Bang MAGA red. I think it's going to be bigger than a red tsunami. Because, you, like I said, just look at what's going on. Tony Bobolinsky is coming out now, 35, 35 days before we slow the spread of stupidity. Because he understands, and so does Tucker, and so does everybody else that's in the know, that we're about ready to have our own investigative committees. These January 6th investigation committees, all these, they're all done. They're all done in 35 days. Well, they'll all be done in, when the, in the turn of the year when, when the new uh, Congress takes over, but you get what I'm saying. 35 days is the beginning of the end for all these losers, and they know what's coming, and they need Tony Bobolinsky, and this should give you everything you need to know when you think of, are they going to go after Hunter Biden? Are they going to go after Hunter Biden? Well, of course they are. That is why Tony Bobolinsky is coming around. It's so, it's so amazing, ladies and gentlemen. It's so predictably amazing. This whole political uh, sphere that we live in is so predictable. Like I said, you watch. When they call up Trump's lawyer to the January 6th committee, you're going to go, wow, wow. It's not that we're first at everything. It's that we can predict everything because these people are so predictable and so stupid and so lame. That's why. Don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. I saw somebody saying they're going to lose hope. Do not lose hope. Do not lose hope. Because remember when I told you those key issues? Those key issues that uh, the Democrats and independents and Republicans were uh, pulled on? <laughs> None of it was what you think it, what, what the left is, is, is campaigning on. All of it had to do with, mostly with the economy and inflation and immigration. So speaking of the economy, the Biden economy... The August jobs openings just posted, and guess what? Posting the biggest drop since COVID-19 shutdowns in April of, of 2020. Job openings in the U.S. declined to the lowest level since the COVID shutdowns in April of 2020. This is a Biden economic uh, d destruction, disaster. Markets today reported on the reduction in job openings and said that this might be good news for investors, but not good news for politics, ladies and gentlemen. The job openings in August unexpectedly plunged to the lowest level in more than a year. It wasn't unexpected. We all knew it was coming. We said it was going to happen. You can't keep padding numbers and expect to get the results you're looking for. It doesn't work that way. It's just common sense, basic economics marking what could be a long-awaited sign that the red-hot labor market is finally starting to cool as a result of the Federal Reserve interest hike rate hikes. That's not what it is. Do you want to know why? I'm going to tell you right now how this is, why that statement right there is an absolute lie. The reason why the red-hot labor market is finally starting to cool off is because the red-hot labor market was never real. It was people going back to work, not new jobs created. And because there was no new jobs created, you can only fulfill so many jobs that had already existed. I can't believe we have to have this freaking conversation. That is why the, the red hot labor market is starting to cool off. Has nothing to do with the Federal Reserve hiking interest rates. Has nothing to do with anything of that. Has everything to do with everybody sucking off the teat of the Biden government 
nobody wanting to work, and the jobs that, that they allowed people to go back to are already fulfilled. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure this out. It's basic stuff. Basic stuff. Kayla says, it's why I can't get a job. There you go. There you go. Because there's no jobs to go get. (laughs) I'm offended there is homeless. Go buy a home already, (laughs) says Bad Moon. It's pretty much, pretty much. Ladies and gentlemen, this economy is crap. Everybody knows it. Everybody's going to vote on it. That's what they're going to vote when they get behind that booth. Do not worry. Do not worry. A red wave is definitely coming. Now, I want to highlight one of our LFA families real quick, if I can. One of our LFA family members. And he goes by the name of Timothy Gustafson, ladies and gentlemen. He works in Medicare. And he's on the America Strong Business page. And he reached out to me. Why did he reach out to me? He reached out to me to help all of you. Especially knowing that a majority of our listeners are over 55 years old and, um, and, and women, the caretakers of the home, and he works in Medicare. This is nothing for you to pay for. This is to help you find a better plan and help you save money. So I want to read to you what Timothy gave me to read to you, okay? He says, there are three ways to Medicare. Do the research and sign up yourself. Respond to all the advertisements and talk to different companies to match their plans to your needs, or have a no-obligation, free consultation with a member of the LFA family that represents most plans, gets to know you, and matches your needs to a plan that will give you as many benefits for the least amount of money out of your pocket as possible. That's what he's, this is what he's offering to the LFA family. Tim Gustafson, with, uh, with Insurity Financial Services, is licensed in all 50 states, and the swamp of D.C., and he can set you up for a one-hour consultation by going to www.insurityfinancialservices.com slash Medicaid. It is in the description of this Rumble video. Another LFA family member trying to do their best to give you what they know and help you out, ladies and gentlemen. So go to Insurity Financial Service, I-N-S-U-R-I-T-Y, financialservices.com slash Medicare, and he'll help you out. That is LFA family members working together. Right there. Not trying to get money from you, trying to save you money. Trying to find a plan that's better for you that somebody else might have put you in and it's, it's the wrong plan for you. That's what we do here on this LFA family. All right, now we have another disturbing story of the left trying to erase women out of our history. Erase, erase, erase women, erase women's sports, erase women's accomplishments. As another biological male is dominating every single opponent in women's pro disc golf and is being praised for it by the left. And I want to read to you what some of the girls say about this because I don't think we focus enough. We focus so much on the transgender boys that pretend to be girls. And I don't think we focus enough on the stories of the victims who are the girls. Look at that Vermont school that we talked about in Randolph yesterday. Like Leah Thomas All year, this new trans athlete, Natalie Ryan, has been taking home one trophy after another and the thousands of dollars in prize money that comes along with them. And Ryan, who has instantaneously jumped into the rankings as the world's fifth best-ranked women's disc golfer, has been playing the sport for just a mere three years. 
Now, disc golf has been shocked as Ryan has come out of nowhere to dominate women's disc golf, knocking women out of the rankings, which have been playing for many years. In a far-reaching article on Ryan's sudden rise to top ranking in the sport, Quillette's Jonathan Kay notes that most women feel compelled to remain quiet on the unfairness of Ryan's miraculous rise to the top. And I believe that's true. They're afraid to get canceled. They're afraid to get scrutinized. They're afraid to get bullied. Still, a few women did speak out to him anonymously for fear of retaliation. I'd like to go to some of those right now. By the way, thousands and thousands of dollars that these women would be playing for. Thousands, tens of thousands. And this guy's just coming in, just scooping it all up. Now, here's here's what one woman had to say anonymously. I would say that one of the biggest advantages of the male-bodied players is their ability to scramble in tight situations when a disc goes off the fairway to just stand there and blast a shot through the woods, one woman said. I've seen both trans player Chloe Alice and Natalie Ryan do this. They're just standing still and throwing the kind of forehand shot that I've never seen a female throw even under the most perfect conditions. Now, the question of power seems to have been underscored since Ryan also won the 2021 U.S. Distance Championship Women's Division with a throw of 458 feet. Folks, these guys are taking everything that a girl works for. Everything that a girl or a young woman works for. Taking everything. Taking their livelihood. Taking the money. The money that these girls' parents spent year after year after year after year after year going to different tournaments. Buying equipment, taking off days of work, sacrificing their weekends to be there for their daughter, to be there for their daughter to achieve and to excel and to win prizes, trophy, money, all of it. And it's all robbed because of some male who cannot hack it in a male sport. You scumbag coward. And being praised for it and absolutely being praised for it. It's got to stop, ladies and gentlemen. Do you want to know who's a real woman? Do you want to know who stands up in the face of all adversity as a real woman and says what a real woman is and not only says what a real woman is but says what a real woman isn't? That's Carrie Lake, ladies and gentlemen. I want to play a video for you of the media trying to, uh, again, always trying to trip her up. But what she's got to say is she's so Trump-esque. She's so Trump-esque. Check this out. Tell me... banned in the state right now. Tell me, do you, is that something that you support? I support saving as many lives as possible. And what I really want to know, and I've been waiting, I tune into you guys all the time. I want to know where Katie Hobbs stands, but ne- I never hear you guys ask for that. I'm pro-life. My plan would be that every woman who walks into an abortion clinic know that there are options out there. They don't have to choose Thank that. You. There's families who would love to adopt a baby. And right now, the way it's been going, they go in and they, they only have one option. That's it. Nobody tells them that there's other options. We want to help our women. If they're afraid, we want to help them. We want to give women health care, and I want to help people. But I really challenge you, and I'm, I'm happy to get back to you on this, when you find out where Katie Hobbs stands, because let me tell you where she stands. She supports abortion right up until birth and after birth. She supports if a baby survives a botched abortion, that that baby die on a cold metal tray. And none of you ever try to get her to talk about her stance. So get back to me after you do. And tell her. And and tell her 
her that uh, I want to debate this topic on October 12th, but she really needs to show up for that debate. Love Carrie Lake. She knows what she stands up as a woman. Hey, Bad Moon just said something really amazing. My wife wants to know where all the pink vagina hats are. Boom. Where are they? Same place Black Lives Matter is. Same place racism exists. Nowhere. That's where they are. Nowhere. Big shout out to Carrie Lake. Another strong woman, ladies and gentlemen. A very, a very strong woman is Candace Owens. And Candace Owens is never one to disappoint especially when she teams up with Kanye West. Now, Kanye West is an absolutely messed up individual. I'll be the first to say it. I'll be the first to say it. I do love a lot of Kanye's music, older stuff. But when Kanye decides to make the world open their eyes and go, what did Kanye do now? He usually does something big. And ladies and gentlemen, did you see what him and Candace Owens did in Paris? Did you see what, uh, what Kanye West did in Paris, ladies and gentlemen? Here it is. This is what he did. He went out to a fashion show. As you know, if you know Kanye, he's big into fashion. He went out in a fashion show with White Lives Matter shirts. And Candace Owens teaming up with him to do it. These two individuals, when they team up, I don't care what you think about him individually. And I don't care what you think about Kanye West with all of his issues that he's had. What I care about is when they make a statement that the world has to stop and see. And what happened was, is they got, the world got triggered. Kanye's a weirdo, but when he walks out for attention, he gets that attention, especially when he was wearing a White Lives Matter shirt. Boy, did that send the world into a frenzy. Not that he did it because he has any kind of moral uh, compass. He did it because he wanted the attention. And boy, did he get it. Boy, did he get it, ladies and gentlemen, with that White Lives Matter. I mean, what a, what a statement that was. He walked right out. And check this out, ladies and gentlemen. Check out all of the, uh, the models that had it on. White Lives Matter. I mean, they were not messing around. They were out there to make a statement, and one heck of a political state, uh, statement it was. Here's another one right here. White lives matter. Wow, ladies and gentlemen. And I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You want to know why I support this? Because we spent forever saying all lives matter. And what would happen if we just came out and said white lives matter? Not that we would, but what would happen? And we know what would happen. The world would freak out. And two black people did it, and the world went nuts. They set the internet on fire yesterday. I thought it was great. I want to see more of that, especially from people who are scrutinized and who have got problems. Maybe, just maybe, just maybe, just maybe opening the world up to the truth and what's really going on might actually help him internally too. And I pray to God that Kanye gets the help he needs. Okay? I pray to God he does. And I know he believes in God, but he falls off the wagon a lot. And I do pray that he gets the help. That he needs. And now, before we go, ladies and gentlemen, I've got a quick story to tell you about EnviroCleanse because today on, on Coffee Talk Tuesday, somebody pointed out something that was incredible to me. And I know this EnviroCleanse thing works, but I, last night I slept upstairs on, in my recliner where the EnviroCleanse machine is. I wanted to see if I would get a better night's sleep, if I would breathe better because I'm a huge snorer. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I slept through the night like a baby. I woke up not knowing where I was. I almost walked into the bookshelf trying to go to the bathroom at four in the morning. I was out like a light. When I went downstairs to get dressed, I was downstairs in our bedroom for maybe 10 minutes, maybe tops. I was stuffed up and I couldn't breathe. 10 minutes out of that room and I couldn't breathe. And do you know what somebody said to me on Coffee Talk Tuesday today? They said, I have not heard you clear your throat. I hear your voice clearer than I've ever heard you, and I have not seen you cough 
in weeks. And I didn't even realize that. Didn't even realize it. So we're giving one of these away next week, ladies and gentlemen. We've postponed it another week because so many people are requesting. So go to jeremyherald.com. Put your name. Put EnviroCleanse in the top. Let us know that you want to be entered in to win one of these. And if you want to buy one, go to EnviroCleanse, K-L-E-N-Z.com. Use the promo code uh, LFA and get a big discount, all right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, I love you. God bless you. Thank you all very much. We will continue to work hard here on LFA TV. We will continue to work hard to save this country. And remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you guys tomorrow at 11 and again at 5 for more Live from America. Remember, tomorrow's my last day and then I have two days where I'm gone and Heather Mullins and Anna Perez will be filling in for me, okay? I love you guys more than you know. God bless you. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face and keep spreading that gospel. God bless you guys. Peace. Rebirth of America. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America.